Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Holly Holton. And every week we gather around this table because I think we're all going through stuff. And if you look around, you know that the world is totally crazy and upside down. And yet there is this scarlet thread that strings us all together uh, when we know Jesus. And I've got to say, sometimes that's the only thing, Holly, that keeps my mind from going cuckoo. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. Yes. It can get so <laughs> overwhelming and you just feel like you can't find solid ground sometimes. Um, mm. And the only thing that can anchor you is Jesus with your anxiety and all the craziness that's going on in the world. Yes, I am right there with you, Luann. Okay, so here's my question today. I know, I personally have said over and over, whew, I can't wait until things get back to normal. And the reality is, nothing is ever normal. My sister, when I said that, she's like, yeah, that's just a setting on your washing machine. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> it is not real. <laughs> And so I think we fool ourselves into thinking that life is going to be as it was forever and ever. Amen. But we know, you and I, we know that that has never been the case. It will never be the case until we get to heaven, right? I mean, that's when everything works out for the good of those who love the Lord. I mean... But here on this earth, normal is just not real. It's not. And what you what we may consider normal is always temporary. Because I know, mm -hmm. you know, you dealt with your husband and having, you know, a heart attack and I have dealt with cancer. And so, you know, and all those people who are out there that have had the experience of your normal changing in an instant unexpectedly mm. out of the blue. And so we can trick ourselves into thinking that normal is normal, but normal is never a long-term thing. It's only temporary. Absolutely. I mean, and I love what James, I mean, James is one of my favorites in the Bible because he's just so like blunt. <laughs> He doesn't he doesn't sugarcoat anything. No. He just says it like it is and he's he's like too bad if you don't like what I'm saying. But here's here's one message version of James 5:11. And sometimes I like to read the different interpretations, the different translations, not because I think one is better than the other, but because I think it just helps open our mind to hmm so this is the message version, and it says, What a gift life is to those who stay the course. Mm. You've heard, of course, of Job's staying power, and you know how God brought it all together for him at the end. That's because God 
cares, cares right down to the last detail. Can I just say that one more time? We all know about Job in the Bible. We know that he went through some stuff and we can question why all day long. But we know how it ends and we know that God gave him abundantly more than what he had in the beginning. And so when we read that story, we can sometimes lose sight of knowing that God cared for Job in every single stinking minute detail of his life. And therefore, you and I should rest in that truth that if God cared for Job that much, we don't have to worry if our life gets back to normal. It's going to get on and move forward. Yes, and I think we'd have, we do have to just move forward and, you know, just uh, plant ourselves in the Word of God because everything is changing. You know, schools change. Everything that we have had normal, quote unquote, has been just taken out from under our foot. And I think that it's a great awakening to us Christians as to what did we place our hope in. I've been reading um, Mm. Psalms and in Psalms 119 in verse 114, it says, you are my shelter and my shield. I put my hope in your word. And when our life is just crashing down around us, we can't find the footing to move, you know, to help us move forward. We have the footing and it's the Bible. And I know like, you know, we can spend our time and I'm just going to raise my hand, I'm raising my hand right now. You can't see it, but I am so guilty as charged in this. (laughs) And I am being, I speak out of my own conviction, Um, but I can, you know, get on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all this stuff. And I I try to do that to find some sort of connection and some sort of normalcy. But then it just ends up giving me anxiety and fear. And oh my gosh, what's going on in the world? This is crazy. And I just have had to get off of that and find what does give you hope, what can give you footing, what can move you forward. And that is the word of God, because it's the only thing that we have that is unchanging. And I think, you know, for the first time as Americans, as, you know, people who who can kind of walk through life asleep, we can't anymore. Like this is our us having to depend on the word of God to move us forward because we don't know when anything else is going to get back to quote unquote normal again, if ever. Right. And I can't help but think about my dad, my dad was in World War II. He was actually in Pearl Harbor. And I think about what happened on that day in 1941 when everybody's life changed. Mm -hmm. Everybody's life changed. Not just the guys that were at Pearl Harbor, but everybody's life absolutely came to an abrupt halt. All of a sudden, nothing was normal. And, and so when I think about all of the past generations that have gone through their own set of trauma events, like the crash, the, the stock market crash, like World War I, like Vietnam, all those things that kind of drew a line in the sand and woke everybody up. And it, it's at that moment that we realize, where is our hope? Yeah. Our hope cannot be, hear me loud and clear, loud and clear. 
Our hope cannot be, can never be, in the government. Ever. Ever. Because the government <laughs> changes constantly, yeah. and the government is not there to be our savior. Right. Our hope cannot be in the media. It cannot ever be in somebody telling us how we should think and how we should feel. Ever. That will never work out because anytime you give anyone that much control over your life, they will control you. Can I hear that one more time? Amen. Anytime you give anyone control over what you think and how you feel, they will control you. So the government is never going to be our hope. The media is never going to be our hope. Today, we're talking about getting back to normal. But Holly, you and I both know that normal has never been and never will be until we get to heaven. Absolutely. And, you know, you see people, you know, I've seen, you know, t talking about politics, I've seen people call both parties saviors. And it's like, whoa, <laughs> time out a minute. Um, Jesus is our savior. We can't put our hope in the political party. We can't put our hope in anything of this world. And, you know, if you go on Facebook and Instagram and whatever, look on the news, I mean, it's fear, 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 emotion, 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 emotion. And I just want to invite you, like, come take a rest, like come and just sit and have the peace of Jesus because that's all it's going to do. Anything that you turn to that's not Jesus is just going to take you on an emotional roller coaster. It's just going to work you up so much that you can't calm down or you say things you don't want to say and you're controlled. You're, my, you're, you're in a spot that you just feel so anxious and anxiety and the world's going to end. And let me just come and invite you to take a rest at Jesus's feet. Like, I, I just want to, when I see people get so worked up, and there is a time to get work up and fight for what is right, for sure. But when you're constantly in the battle, like you're going to wear yourself out. And I want to invite people when I see them, like, come and let me let me let you take a sip of this water that's so refreshing and you don't have to stay in this fight mode all the time because I feel like we're all have been in the fight or flight mode for a long time just with everything changing and not knowing what's going on and hearing fear and you know seeing what we need to be thinking and all the stuff that's going on in the world and it's let's just invite ourselves <laughs> let me invite you to come sit at Jesus's feet and just take a rest from all of this and find the peace that regardless of what's going on, regardless of what anybody says in the news or what anybody is saying on Facebook, you can just stop and breathe and settle your soul and realize this is all temporary anyway. And so I'm just going to sit here with the peace of the Lord. Well, here is what I am grabbing out of this topic today. Job went through some horrible stuff, and I would imagine that he was absolutely stressed out. He was, you know, going, what in the stinking world is going on around me? And, and I bet he had some of the same types of anxious thoughts mm -hmm. that you and I have. But here is what he learned that he couldn't put his hope in 
his friends. He couldn't put his hope in the government. He couldn't put his home, uh, his hope in uh, any news that his friends was were bringing to him. He, in other words, what we're going through right now, we can't put our hope in. Mm-mm. We cannot put our hope in our circumstances because those always change. They're always shifting. And so it's never going to fulfill us because every single thing we see and hear is slanted from the viewpoint of whoever is delivering it. Now, Job's friends all were delivering news to him from their slanted view. But what about God? God never showed up in Job's life with a slanted view. Job never had to worry whether God was telling him the truth, whether God was trustworthy, whether he was going to be there till the end. Job knew that God was who he said he was. He knew it down deep in the very fiber of his being that God was there in the middle of all of the craziness in his life. But here's the cool thing that I want us to grab onto today. I mean, I get it. I have been in the pit in the last six months. I've been like a stinking roller coaster <laughs> up and down and up and down. <laughs> Having that and stinking like, thinking. <laughs> I mean, really, it can just suck you down into the vortex of emotion. Yeah. And yet, when you get to the end of yourself, you say, Lord, Help me to tune out of all of the stuff that's going on around me and tune in to you because I know you are the God of details. You are the God that cares. You are the God that knows the end and you know how this is all going to work out. So I don't need to be anxious. I don't need to worry. I don't need to fear. So that's the message today. That we're trying to help you get through because we're not saying we're up here and have it all together because (laughs) we don't. Nope. None of us, none of us have it together. And yet we know how it's going to end. Yeah, I can't, you know, just sitting and thinking about Job. And, you know, again, when we read the Bible, we have the benefit of, you know, it already happening and not living in the middle of it, which we, we are living in the middle of our own story. So we can relate because we don't know the end of what we're going through. But, you know, going and looking at Job and really like thinking, like, how would I handle that? Because everybody was attacking him. Like there was no... You know, he had to be so firmly rooted in the Lord and trusting God and not be and being able to block out all the negative things that people had to say and knowing who your God is. And I think knowing who God is right now is so important because everyone's trying to tell you who God is. Like I go on my Facebook and these people are trying to tell me who Jesus is and these people are trying to tell me who Jesus is. And it's so important for you to actually know who Jesus is because there's so many lies right now that you can buy into. Hook, line, and sinker. Mm -hmm. If you do not know who your God is and who Jesus is. And I think Job had the same fight. 
He had to be mm. firmly rooted in the Lord and firmly rooted in the word that he had. So when those people came and tried to convince him of other stuff, he can say, no, I know who I am. I know who God is. And I know that that's wrong. And I think that that is such an important lesson right now because there's so much deceit and so many lies and so much control that's going on that we have to be firmly rooted in the word of God. Absolutely. Isn't it something to know that Job had his own form of social media? Mm -hmm. It was his friends. Now, just think about this. When, when I get on to any of my social media platforms, there are tens of thousands of people that can comment, can show up, can get in my face. Mm -hmm. I've had to hide I've had to hide a lot of people or block a lot of people mm -hmm. that that shout at me or say something negative to me when all I'm doing is trying to say scripture or something that's rooted in God's word. And so I look at Job and go, you know, we think that we have it so much worse because there's 10,000 people that are on us. But Job had them right in his face. Yes. I mean, at least I can block them, you know. <laughs> at, least, at least I can hide them. You can mute them. You know. <laughs> right. There's no mute button on those guys. Oh, my goodness, And they're yes. telling him all these things that are meant to supposedly be philosophically correct. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to just, I want to just hurl when I hear people that try to, uh, debate God with me because they're talking philosophical. Mm -hmm. And I just am like, no, let me tell you, I know God for myself because I know what I once was. Yeah. And I know what I am now. And that could not have happened without the blood of Jesus Christ, without the Savior that came to rescue me from my life. Absolutely. And so, you know, when we feel like we don't know, we don't know enough, um, and we don't know how to battle this, I think Job is a great example of how to stand firm, not in what we know, but who we know. Yes. And, you know, when... Eventually, you know, one of the great things about being a human is we are resilient, we can adapt. And eventually life will move forward. It may not be I don't think it will be for me, it will never be the same. Um, my eyes have been open to so much for me not to be able to go back. But it is just so easy. Like my kids are back in school, we're in sports. So like life is really kind of taken off in the past couple of weeks um, for us. And it's just so important to remember, like, remember this, remember the moment, remember when everything that you have placed your identity in, like, and not only were they coming at Job, I'm going to go back to Job for a minute, not only were they coming at him with things, like he had so many opportunities to put his identity in something else other than a child of God. He could have put his identity in the illness that was bestowed on him. He could have put his identity in the fact that his whole family was, you know, killed and taken away. And I feel like our identity has been taken off the table 
people right now. And the only identity we have is Jesus, because that's the only place that we can find rest and find who we are. And so I do pray like as we move forward, that we are so our identity is so rooted in Jesus that it doesn't we don't give it away to illnesses we don't give it away to even skin colors we don't give it away to anything other than our Lord and the person who unites us all and you know like I said Job had so many opportunities to do that and he didn't and I pray as life moves forward and kind of goes back to whatever normal is going to look like I pray that we don't forget this moment in time where really the only thing we had was the word of God because everything else was still unstable. You know, I had an opportunity once to hear Corey Tinboom, who was a Ooh, Holocaust yes. survivor. And she was so powerfully um, gentle with the way she spoke. And she had so many things that happened to her during the Holocaust that you could you could say, man, she has every right to be, you know, screaming right. and upset. But all she her main focus from everything she went through in the Holocaust was to never forget. And I think that's what you're saying. She never wanted to forget how God was there in the middle of her darkest moments, mm -hmm. how God was there when she didn't know if she was going to survive, how God was there when she came out of that dark period and helped her navigate into being a normal person again. She never wanted to forget that, and she never wanted anyone else to forget that no matter what, no matter what, how the beginning of your story started and how you messed up midway, how it won't be forgotten if you just learn from it, how God shows up and gets you through so that the second part of your life and your story is so much focused on him. And I can tell you, Holly, the first half of my life was absolutely not right. focused on God. Not one bit. I mean, I had little blips of God along my path, but I really didn't have time for him. I was young. I was vibrant. <laughs> I was going after life. And now I'm on the back half of my life and I can look back and I can say, wow, God, you truly did stick by me. You never abandoned me. Even when I turned my back on you time and time again, you stuck with me and you showed me the way and you kept whispering to me, this is the way, walk in it. And I, I cling to that and you're right, I don't ever want to forget these moments when Life seemed so upside down and backwards because it's at those moments that we really, we really can reach out and touch that realistic knowledge and, and, and feeling that God has absolutely surrounded us with himself. 
Luann, you are just so right with everything that you said. And, you know, as we come, eventually we will get out. And as we come out of all of this, you know, may we remember how good God was and how firmly rooted in God that we are. So when we do come out and life does resume, we can continue on living like we are now, because honestly, that's probably the best thing that has come from all of this. Absolutely. You know, today we talk about when we will get back to normal. But instead, can I encourage you that this week, let's focus on getting back to God. And may the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at encouragementcafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.